Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Near Fall Backpoints Garden State HS Wrestling.com podcast. I'm Donald J. Brower. We've had a successful start of the season so far. We've actually had matches. I know, I know. I'm shocked as well. We've obviously had some cancellations with some schools who tested positive. I know we've had some incidents at Moore Catholic, North Warren. I know there's been some Hunterdon County teams that have had some issues. They should be starting up here. There's been some Sussex teams who have had some issues that should be starting up again. But for the most part, we have had a wrestling season. We've done really well so far. And I'm shocked by a couple of results, but nothing crazy. But we're going to try to get back to normal. Obviously, if you're watching this and you read underneath, I have all my little stuff I do every week. And we're going to try to get a full week. We have my wrestler of the week. We have my top 10. We're also going to do brings back something that was kind of a hit last year, and I, I neglected in my preseason one, and I obviously got yelled at for it by certain people, but we're going to have our first in, which basically means I have my top 10, but who's right on the outside, especially in this March madness, the first, you know, first in, first out, first four in, first four out. We're going to see what we can do. Before we get to that, got to get to our sponsor, Dan Warnerkoff, Champion Athletes. Champion Athletes is a proven system. He is one of the people who helps with nutrition. Now, like I've said before, back in the day, when I wrestled, I was a heavyweight. I was fat. I didn't have to lose weight. But a lot of the kids put on trash bags or run around, unhealthy way to lose weight. Dan Warnikoff helps you with nutrition, gets you the right food, helps you stay well, helps you not feel like you just ran a bunch, helps you slowly, gradually lose the weight. He is great. And he is proven. Pat Glory multiple Del Barton guys, multiple other sports and not even sports in multiple states. He's the man you want to talk to, championathletes.com. That's the man you want to speak with. Now, we also have, we're going to, like I said, we're going to do our wrestler of the week. I'm going to wait on that. But I also want to kind of talk about a couple matches we highlighted last week that we kind of wanted to give an idea with. Del Barton and Mount Olive. Del Barton wound up winning it pretty handily. However, I think it opened a lot of people's eyes in talking to a few coaches that Mount Olive won at 106 and 113, which a lot of people were surprised about because DeBart has a lot of young guys who came in. But for Mount Olive to take that, I think Mount Olive is a lot better than some people thought. So, you know, they're, they're on the radar. I know there was, we, were, we had talked previously about there being that number one and then a huge gap. I'm not sure how big that gap is. I think it's a little closer. Sure, DeBart won, you know, in a good amount of points, but still, Mount Olive, I think, is going to be very tough for a lot of teams this year. And we talked about Mendham and Montville. Mendham wound up winning. Uh, Montville down a little bit this year, but Mendham, congratulations on that win. They wound up having to face Del Barton tonight, so that wasn't really that great, but <laughs> you, you, you deal with what you got with the, with the year. Now, let's do Wrestler of the Week. We're going to have an interview with, I know a lot of people have saw with the Twitter, what we, you know, we had announced. We are going to have an interview in a little bit with Booten Jr., uh, Jason Smith, who had a huge upset over Joey Oliveri of Hanover Park this past Tuesday in the dual meet. A lot of consideration for him, but I want, we're going to do the interview with him. I got one person I got to kind of shout out here. And I think it kind of fits with what was going on. We've talked about COVID kind of being scary and everything. 
It's Nico Nardone from Del Barton, a senior. Now, we're going to have a story up about it this weekend, a little bit, you know, with a quote with Nico, but Nico's our first this year. He won his 100th in his first match this season. And what's interesting about that is Nico didn't know if he was going to get a chance to wrestle for his 100th with everything with COVID. If everything got canceled, he'd be sitting there at 99 wins. And I mean, to be that close and be such a talented wrestler like Nico, where he finishes third, sixth, and third is, you know, previous three years in States for him not to get the chance. I think it would have been heartbreaking, but Nico Nardone winds up coming out winning and adds to the just list of wrestlers who have had great careers at Del Barton. He's I know he's going to the university of Penn Wharton business school in the fall, but he gets the biggest honor of being named my first wrestler of the week for 2021. I know he's going to mark that down in his scrapbook. So that'll be fun. But talking about some of the wrestlers, Let's switch to the teams. We talked about it. We teased it already. Let's do it. My top 10 of week number one. My first in, they've been very impressive so far in the two matches they've had. I'd like to see a little bit stiffer competition, but for what we're doing here, I'm, I've been impressed with what they've done. Hackettstown, 2-0 so far. Good win over Newton earlier. So Hackettstown's right there on the cusp. Now, Number nine, number 10 and number nine are in the same division. They're going to meet most likely by the time you see this, they're meeting Saturday morning and they're both one and oh, and I've gotten static from a certain coach. I'm not going to mention his name about who I picked. However, number 10, I got Hanover park one and oh, um, they beat Kinnelon to start the season and Paquanic, who wound up beating Butler in a cross-town cross rivalry. Paquanic's not that far away. They were always in the old independent division before Butler moved into the NJIC. So they were always in the same division. So it's good Butler. Uh, Paquanic is able to face Butler again and, and get the win there. Number eight, this is going to be a surprise for some, Roxbury. Super impressive start to the season so far. I wasn't sure when I looked at their squad in my preview videos how well they stacked up. I knew they had some talent. I wasn't sure how the youngsters would, would be filling in. They've done a great job. So I want to reward them. I think I think they, they're right there. Number seven, Kittatinny. They've had their – they had the matches they've had. They know they wrestled Morris Hills. They, they were supposed to wrestle High Point. That was obviously postponed with High Point being shut down to COVID. So they're sitting there. I still like them. I think that that match with them and Jefferson is going to be really close. Speaking of Jefferson, they're my number six team. They've had a great start to the season. Coach Moscatella has his jet schedule jam packed. So I expect a lot of great results from Jefferson. And I like them in that position. And they, I think they can move up. I think they're going to be very solid. Number five, Mendham. They've had obviously one loss to Del Barton. You really can't fault them for a Del Barton loss. I mean, you can't fault anybody for a Del Barton loss. So they're right there, number five. I think they're in the right range. They can move up a little bit. You know, we'll, we'll see how some of their upcoming matches go. Number four, Pope John. And it's a little strange with me for Pope John because they haven't started yet, obviously, for COVID. They're one of the ones we were talking about in Sussex County. I've also heard, and we're, we're trying to confirm this 100%, but there were a few wrestlers on their team who were good wrestlers who didn't certify. So according to track, this is according to track and the schedule and their basically their roster, which we usually do. And 
we're just trying to find out, but that could change the, the trajectory of where I see them going. It could just be a clerical mistake. I'm hoping it is if, if there are some of the wrestlers we were, you know, I'm thinking of, but we'll have to see a Pope John, but they should be kicking off their season here. Hopefully the next week with, with early next week, I, I can see that. I think they're going to be cleared and ready to go. Number three, Mount Olive, as I said, really great, you know, really great showing with Mount with uh, Del Barton. They've come out and kind of done their thing. Young squad. This is not a team that's a flash in the pan that you're going to see one year and be out the other. So I really think that they're one to keep an eye on. They're, they're going to be a good team for a while. And I, I wouldn't expect them, you know, not to be too far off for this for, for a good amount of time. Number two, I still have them here, even though I haven't wrestled yet. High point. They're going to be another one that's going to start here in the next week. Next, early next week, I should say. I don't want to say next week, so I don't want to seem like it's going to be next weekend. So early in the week, they, they should you know, kick off once they get their stuff set up. And obviously, number three, Del Barton, 3-0 and in the division. Uh, they pretty much have it locked up for what they have, you know, looking at the American division, Northwest Jersey Athletic Conference. A huge number of talented wrestlers, and Del Barton's my, my number one team. And that I, I don't know if that's changing at all this season. So don't expect any, you know, any type of strange scenarios in the end. I think they're going to be run away with it. So... Top 10. That's my top 10, top 10 of week number one. Now, got an interview with a wrestler who has been the talk of all the forums. And for a lot of people may not know him, if you're not a Morris County guy or has anything, uh, he's a junior, Jason Smith from Boot. Now, why is Jason the talk of wrestling recently? Well, in the opening match with Booten against Menda, or Booten against Hanover Park, excuse me, it was Hanover Park who beat Booten, not Kinelon, so I retract that now. I don't want to get any angry emails. So it was Booten, and in that match, two-time state champion Anthony Alaveri bumped up to wrestle Smith and actually lost an ultimate tiebreaker. So Smith beat a two-time state champion, which kind of opened up everybody's eyes. But we took a chance and took a few moments to kind of talk to him, and uh, here's our interview with Jason Smith. Joining me tonight on the podcast is a man people have been talking about ever since his eye-opening win for most uh, Tuesday, Jason Smith from Booten. Th Jason, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. Now, talk a little bit about how you kind of got your start and, you know, how you got involved in wrestling, uh, you know, as, as a student now. Uh, yeah, as starting wrestling, well, first I started basketball. was terrible. was always getting in trouble for tackling kids and trying to wrestle them so had to quit that and uh tried wrestling and fell in love with the sport now did you try any time during wrestling trying to like rebound or box people out was that the switch oh no no, no. <laughs> no i was terrible at basketball <laughs> don't worry my nephew's the same way he's he's a football player i was just telling jab before he came on he's uh six two or six one 240 pounds he's a eighth grader so mm -hmm. He was telling me jokingly, I'm not wrestling this year. I'm going to play basketball. I'm like, you can't walk. Like, we're not going to put you in basketball. It's not works. It's not how it goes. But, you know, you're, you're on a really good team in Booten. I know you're with, you know, with Figaro, some of the other guys. Talk about that leadership role because you were one of the heralded kids. I know your coach had always told me for a couple of years, when, when Smith and Figaro get here, it's going to be a nice little group we got going. What you're doing as a junior, just kind of get this team ready this year. Well, yeah, me and Joe Fungera were really 
just trying to get all the kids back to speed. It's a really crazy year, and with COVID and everything, a lot of kids are out of shape. We're just trying to push them, make sure that they keep pushing. Everybody's picking it up pretty quick, and I think we're going to have a pretty good season. Now, you guys talking about COVID, how will you? How do you approach each match? Because I mean, I'm, I was just saying before, the schedules, everything can change a minute before a match. How is it knowing that you could literally be going to another school and then two minutes before going out there, they're like, oh, we can't wrestle. How is that your mindset? I know it's usually like once you get going, it's a, it's a process. Yeah, it really stinks, especially with weight too, when trying to get down and then getting told that you're not wrestling and you've been watching your weight for three days. It really sucks, but it's kind of just how it is right now and kind of just have to deal with it. Now, you've had a successful career so far, but you kind of opened a lot of people's eyes Tuesday, uh, being a two-time state champion, an ultimate tiebreaker. Talk about that a little bit, because I know, obviously, a lot of people, you know, there were a lot of people who were out of the area wondering, who is this kid? And, you know, for Morris County kids, we knew you were you were very good and you had had your, your time. And to beat a kid like that, just kind of what was going through your head and, and how do you game plan for somebody like that? Yeah, I knew that it was a possibility that he might bump up to me. I just try to take every match the same way, wrestle my match, try to take control, and my wrestling worked out, and I came out with the victory. It was a really nice way to start off the year. I can only imagine. You beat a two-time state champion as your first match. It's kind of like, okay. And it was funny because when that happened, uh, a couple coaches texted me, and I was like, Really? And it wasn't that I didn't doubt. I was just like, I didn't think you guys were in the same weight class. And then I heard, oh, he bumped up. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. And then one of the coaches said it was Ethan. I'm like, there's no way that Ethan gained that much weight that he's even – I was like, no. I said, there's no way he – because your brother's a lighter kid. I'm like, there's no way he gained that weight, that much weight. And so when I found out, he was like, oh, okay. That I understand. That, that was fun. But talking a little bit about your brother, with him being on the team – how is, I know you've, we, we've joked before about you have your own little travel partner, so you can kind of do some stuff. How is it like seeing him go out there and perform? Because I know, especially when you get up into your senior years, you like looking and seeing your younger brother who, you know, getting the wins and contributing. How does it feel being a big brother, seeing him have such a good season? Yeah, he's really made a jump this COVID and everything. He's gone a lot better. And back at 106, I think he's going to have a great year. It's really nice to see him get some wins so far this year. He's 2-0, and and I'm ready to see what he's going to do this year and next year and the year's on. Now, how do you guys, as, as junior leaders, approach the team? Because obviously with the way COVID was, we didn't know we were going to have a season. It got postponed. Um, no team sectionals, which I know your coach was really hoping to get you guys because he thought you guys could have made some noise in, in the sectionals. How does that affect your guys' approach? Because it almost becomes more of a – individual sport in a sense where you know we obviously assume you know knock on wood that you and joe and your brother and maybe one or two others are going to qualify for super regions um especially after tuesday i mean i don't think that you might as well get ready to go to peaberg i think we're good with that that prediction but um you know how how do you guys approach the other guys because there might be some young guys on there who wrestling such a grind and they get out there and it's a tough sport and if they're not having a chance to contribute they're only going to have a few matches how do you keep them motivated Really just trying to keep it fun. Like at the end of practices, their coaches are still having us play dodgeball and we'll play foot tag sometimes. Like we'll just try to have some games in there and keep everybody having fun. And then all the matches, just try to encourage them and keep them pumped. 
And finally, what do you work on heading forward? Is there something that even, you know, in the position you're in, is there something you want to work on as you go? Is, is it your offense, your defense, you know, your neutral? What, what, is there anything or is you kind of just refining at this point? Uh, de definitely my top. I think if I could start turning kids more on top, I could definitely do some great things. And like I said, you did, you've already started off with one of, the, one of the greatest moments so far of the season in the upset. So, you know, I don't know. A lot of people were, were acting like you were some kid off the street and they didn't know. And for those people in Morris County, we saw you at counties the last couple of years. We, we, we know. <laughs> we know about what, what you and your brother and Fergaro can do. So thank you for taking the time out tonight to join me. Um, you know, good luck the rest of the season. And, and we know we'll be rooting for you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Jason, so much for the time one of the, the great wrestling families so far in Bootman. I think he's going to, him and his brother are going to make some good noise this year. And, and hopefully we get to see them in more team stuff next year. But before we go tonight, I want to wrap up and talk a little bit about some, some upcoming stuff. And uh, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Here's what we're going to do. Apparently people like it when I get on my soapbox. So obviously the schedules are changing before I get into that. I was just going to do a change. So please keep up on the site. You know, I'll let you know if anything changes as far as individual stuff goes for teams. COVID is a son of a bitch. And apparently it just changes schedules in a minute. Minute, As a matter of fact, the other day I was updating the schedules. And as I was doing that on the website, oh, I saw a red lines appearing. And I was realized, oh, they're canceling their matches as I'm putting them up. So things happen. But shifting to that, one of the things I've seen a lot is everybody on one side or the other, obviously, with the mask situation. And there's other states like Texas and such who are removing the mask mandate. I personally understand why they're doing it. And I understand why Coop, why uh, Governor Murphy's wearing it. I mean, who wants to see that ugly fucking face? But anyway, I, I apologize about that. Well, I really don't, you gap tooth bitch. But I like how hypocritical and I've said this before, some of these officials are who like to lord down and point at you. I want everybody to understand they're elected, elected officials. They're not your lead, your king, your superior. They were elected by you and can be unelected by you. So if you have a governor who, and we noticed from this previous state, there were a lot of people who liked Christie. There were a lot of people who thought he was a fat bully. I kind of aimed towards the latter. And, you know, I think he was that tough guy in New Jersey. And plus, he's a Cowboys fan. How, how retarded are you that you're a Cowboys fan, you stupid fat bastard? Anyway, I digress again. I got on a, he got me on the Cowboys thing. I started thinking about it, and it pissed me off as a Giants fan. But when you have him or you have that fake-ass tough wannabe bastard up in New York who was – I'm for equal pay. I'm for women's rights. I'm for this, but I'm going to grab the rest. I'm going to try to sleep with them. You're a hypocrite, asshole. It's always those people who are hypocrites, who are the ones that you always see stumping for stuff or yelling at people. Like, who were the two loudest people? And, and please don't take this as a pro-Trump, but who were the ones when Trump was doing his thing were the loudest people blaming for what he said and his wife and what he, you know, he was purportedly done and they're out there doing the same thing. So glass house, stones, I know there's a phrase there, maybe fix into that. And also, uh, his, 
I don't know if he's ever watching this. I care less. But if his ever, if his fake ass Fredo brother, Chris Cuomo, ever wants, I saw him yelling at somebody because they called him Fredo. Dude, I'll fist fight you anywhere in the world. I am not worried about your midget ass and anything you got to say. You know what? I've seen some of the biggest muscular sons of bitches get knocked the hell out with a great shot. Everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. But I got to hop off my soapbox. I'm going to get a little heated. I don't want Jared to get all mad. I can already imagine all the editing he's going to have to do on YouTube. You know, they have an algorithm for how many times I'm allowed to say, you know, certain words. So I'm sure they're going to be pissed. But yeah, we'll deal with it. But we're going to be back next week. Uh, well, I'll have a different background. You'll see. I'll tell you why next week. But I'll have a different background. It won't be the 1950s kitchen that I'm in. And um, we'll get into everything. Like I said, keep checking up on the sites for the schedules. We'll have them updated as best we can. Uh, I'll be putting up the daily schedules as far as results each day. I'm going to be doing some more stuff with, uh, you know, rest of the week. Obviously, look tomorrow or Sunday for, or today or Sunday, depending on when this goes up, uh, for the Nico Nardone story. And, you know, just everybody be nice to each other. And if you want to keep me keep doing this and having all this fun, go to your team's pages, use the links there, use the sponsors, because that helps me be able to help cover you guys the best way. And I know you guys love watching it. I get the feedback. I get that. I, have, I love the feedback. You know, and that's the way it helps me be able to do it and support my family. That's all we're trying to do at this time is, is support our families. And, you know, thank you to everybody who's already sponsored. And if you're interested, you know, send me an email, admin at morriscountyhswrestling.com. Jared will put that in the bottom, I'm sure. And, uh, you know, for, for Jared and, and myself, enjoy yourself this week and we'll see you next time.